The following episode of Dead Rabbit Radio contains crimes of a graphic nature. Listener discretion is advised. What would you do if one day you walked out in your front yard and a tree had fallen down? But the next day, it falls up? And then we meet a disgusting criminal with horrible crimes on his mind. Is it possible that someone will stop this man before he does the unthinkable? Or will his fantasies become a reality? Today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Jason Carpenter. I'm having a great day. I hope you guys are having a great day too. I hope you guys had an awesome weekend. Let's go ahead and get this episode started by inviting in one of our legacy Patreon supporters. He requested to be on a gross episode. And here you are, buddy. Everyone give a round of applause for Rabbit Fish. Woohoo! Yeah, come on in. Come on in. He's looking around. He's like, oh no, what did I ask for? Hey, you did ask to be on a gross episode. Rabbit Fish, you're going to be our captain, our pilot this episode. If you guys can't support the show financially, that's fine. Just help spread the word about the show. That really, really helps out a lot. Rabbit fish, hop on out of your portable fishbowl device. I'm going to toss you the keys to the Jason Jalopy. We are leaving behind Dead Rabbit Command. We're going to drive all the way out to Ghana. Should have taken a boat. I figured that halfway across the Atlantic Ocean, but here we are in Ghana. Specifically, we're in the community of Dambai in Ghana, and it's earlier this month, July 2022, is when this story takes place. So we're walking around Dambai, and we're like, oh man. And this storm starts to roll in. We're like, ah, we're running for, it's not that bad of a storm. It's not acid rain or anything. But anyways, it's a rainstorm. It actually is pretty windy and things like that. And the next day, people are kind of out walking around trying to figure out what got knocked down, what needs to be fixed, right? Picket fence, got a couple things blown off of it. Baby carriage, baby carriage flew off a bridge. People are kind of looking over, ah, there's no baby. This woman named Mary Boma. Mary Boma comes out of her house and she sees this pretty large teak tree completely ripped out of the ground. So, you know, that's a pretty big storm, right? Ripping out trees and stuff like that. And and Mary's like, well, you know, you got to make milk if you spill milk. I guess the old saying, right? Isn't that what people always said? So this tree's knocked over and she goes, you know, what am I going to do? I'm going to chop off a couple branches to use for firewood, right? I mean, it's in the middle of summer. Do people really collect firewood in the middle of July? I don't know. But she starts cutting off branches and she takes them home. And she's like, man, I sure got a lot of firewood. Now I just need a place to put it for 10 months. And then a week later, another resident of Dambai, a man named Abraham Sapaku, is sitting at home when he hears a... And there's no reports if anyone else heard this sound. It technically was just described as a loud sound. They didn't do the sound effect for the reporter, but he heard this loud sound. Around the same time, I don't know how they figured this out, Abraham, you're like, Jason, because the story's made up, obviously. Hey, this was reported in the news, so let's not say that it's fake just yet. Abraham hears a sound around the same time Mary is walking through Dambai and she's walking by that teak tree that got knocked over. And lo and behold, when she gets to the tree, it's standing straight up again. She's like, what in the world happened? That tree was knocked down. I have proof. 
I cut off all these branches. I took them home for firewood. Now, a week later, that tree is standing back up straight, and the branches are removed from it. The branches I cut. There's a photo of this tree. There's a, <laughs> there's a photo of a tree standing up, right? That's proof. There's a photo of a tree standing up, and the report is this tree got knocked over, and then somehow it rewrited itself. What's interesting about this photo is it does look like it was uprooted. All of the ground at the base of the tree is churned up, and you can see most of the roots of the tree. Ghana News Agency was the one reporting on this story, and this and it's such a weird thing. Ghana News Agency is talking about this, and then there's a footnote going, this isn't the first time this has happened. I'm like, really? Tell us about the other times. Apparently, this isn't the first time that it's happened that a tree has been felled and then fixes itself. Mary, just to be safe, has contacted a local spiritualist. You know, <laughs> I would probably not burn that wood, right? I'd rather spend a couple nights kind of chilly than burn possibly cursed wood. What a bizarre story. Last week, we covered a hobo whose car was magically repaired one day. He walked out to his... He was living in his car, and apparently he left his car for some reason, probably to eat, right? And then when he comes back, part of his car had brand new parts put on it. He didn't do it. And he questioned whether or not the Mandela effect had anything to do with that. And that's really, when you look at this story, like, what could be the possible causes? We know why the tree got knocked down. It was it was a storm. But what would have been the possible... Like, from a logical point of view, right, you're just going to say the photo, they just took a photo of a tree. And the thing with being a skeptic is sometimes you do really have to think of a logical excuse and none of it makes sense. Well, maybe a construction crew needed to move a vehicle, by the way, so they towed the tree up and, and sat it there and left this teetering giant tree. It's quite large. It's probably like 20, 30 feet tall. They just left it there. They didn't replant it or anything. I've never, ever heard of a tree, a fallen tree, being put back in its position and then just kind of left there. Right now, there's a bunch of people going, no, Jason, that's what they actually do with fallen trees. I don't think so. I've always seen them carted away, right? For firewood or paper or pencils or whatever, right? Or just to get rid of because you can't have this giant tree just laying there. But, uh, yeah, so maybe there's a totally reasonable explanation. I'm going to get an email from some forestry major being like, no, that's what they do. But I think if it was a reasonable explanation, they would have just put that in the article. Coast to Coast AM's website is where I found this originally. And they're really, really good about including, well, you know, experts say this or experts say that. They'll constantly. Sorry, there's a car driving. By. I'm recording in my living room instead of my closet like normally because it's just too hot. Coast to Coast AM is good about the other side of things, right? Not like the other side, i.e. the other side, dead people, ghosts and stuff like that. But just like, this is what experts say. They're really good at providing balance. This one, even they're like, what? What in the world could have caused this? You could say the large sound was a construction vehicle rewriting the tree, but then you would also hear the rumbling of a construction crew nearby. So this happened, right? I mean, unless they're, again, faking everything, which they could, but... It seems to be going out of the way for kind of a goofy fake. You do have to look at stuff like Mandela Effect. Ghost? I have no idea. Why would a ghost even want to do this? They're like, ah, it's time to flex my ghost muscles. I've been dead for 400 years. Time for a workout. I mean, like demons, maybe? Magic? 
I mean, I have no clue of why a tree... Well, you know, and again, you could go to maybe something that I personally find very boring, but a lot of people like. Nature magic, right? The tree was like, oh, I'm not supposed to be dead. And then, like, he did it himself. Which, if I, if I, if I saw that event, I would not find it boring at all. I would be completely dazzled. But I'm not a huge fan of nature magic. I'm not a huge fan of, like, fairies and little gnomes and stuff like that. Again, if I see them, I won't be, like, boring, but... Just, I don't like reading about them. I find it kind of lame. <laughs> As I'm talking about this tree that fixed itself, I'm like, come on, man, where's the UFOs? I have no reasonable explanation of why this would happen or why someone would fake it. But according to Ghana News Agency and Mary Boma, two very, very well-respected names, this tree fell down, she chopped the limbs off, and then it rewrited itself. And what's interesting is she does have the proof. Like, when you look at the photograph... There are limbs chopped off the tree. You're like, Jason, come on. There's always limbs chopped off trees. Why would they make this up? It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Why would they make it up? And it's also so fascinating because I can't think of a legitimate reason outside of some lame old nature magic that this would even be a thing. Ghosts don't care. Aliens don't care. Demons don't care. Bigfoot wouldn't do it. I don't even know if there's a Bigfoot in Africa, actually, now to think about it. That's interesting. I know there's a bunch of cryptids, but a, a Sasquatch-esque creature in and of itself. I don't know. I should look into that. But yeah, why would this happen? Mandela effect really is the biggest thing, right? But then why are the tree branches removed? Fascinating story coming out of Ghana, and it's fairly recent. Ghana News Agency also, if you do say this paranormal event has happened more than once, include those, include those notes. I'd like to see those. Now, rabbit fish and the rest of you are probably thinking, whoa, that wasn't that gross. <laughs> you were thinking, did the tree fall on someone? No, you sickos. You're like, get to the gross. Get to the gross. We're getting to the gross. Rabbit fish. Let's go ahead and toss you the keys to the carpenter copter. We're leaving behind Ghana. We're headed somewhere within the United States of America. This is a story I've had ready to go for a while, and it's actually one of those stories that's so creepy and disturbing that I've actually gone back and forth between, like, should I do it today, or should I never, ever cover this story at all? Because what we're going to be looking at is the story of a man who was on a mission. Well, according to him, not on a mission, but we're, we're basically, when I tell this story, you're going to see this clock in front of you, and you are going to realize that it is counting down to something very, very, very disturbing. There's a subreddit called Incest Confessions. Incest Confessions. And if you got to say anything about this subreddit, for the remaining listeners, they're like, no, I'm good, dude. Good. Happy Monday, Jason. Incest Confessions, truth and advertising, right? It's people talking about incest confessions now there's a debate even within the community about how true the stories are which i would hope that none of them are right? i'm hoping that none of them are i actually came i stumbled across them because i was covering another story where someone was posting saying some crazy stuff and i want to say what else is this lunatic up to i don't remember what that story was it was nowhere near as crazy as this one like i wonder what this guy's up to and he was in one of the subreddits he was talking about in was incest confessions and these people sit around and talk about either things that really happened or things they want to happen 
And again, you don't know what's true. Some of the stuff, because I did have to read some of this stuff, I'm like, ugh. Some of the stuff is obviously like, it seems fake. Again, I hope it's fake. But let's take a look at this guy, because this guy, he is in love with his daughter. And when I say love, that's probably not the right word. Obsessed would be a better way to put it. And he's very, very cautious about what information he gives out, obviously, because he's getting ready to commit a crime. The only information we have is that he has multiple daughters. And according to him, someone specifically asked, how old is your daughter? And he goes, 18. I actually read that comment in that voice. I don't know if she's actually that old. Like, he knows well enough that if he said she was any younger, even the people of incest confessions would boo him. She might be 18, but we don't know. So you're like, Jason, okay, you found a guy talking about having sex, wanting to have sex with his daughter on Reddit. Yeah, it's way worse than that. Like, that is just something in passing. This guy, again, what I find so fascinating about this is, like, with any criminal, there's an escalation to it. You have a, you can always chart a through line. So let's take a look at this guy. He didn't wake up one day. Well, he might have woken up one day and said, oh, I want to have sex with my daughter. But let's take a look at this escalation of events. And you tell me if if you think there should be a race against time to identify. I'm not saying dox the guy. Let's take a look at this. Here I am again, 12 is his username. Here I am again, 12. Why did he pick the number 12? Don't know. Don't want to know. What he does is post on incest confessions, and we find out that he is the father of multiple daughters, and he enjoys going to happy ending massage parlors, which is the massage parlors where basically you you do not get a massage. They just want to get you in and get you out. The the people there, the masseuses, uh, masturbate you, and then you leave, right? If you go in there and you're like, man, I sure didn't have a stressful day at work. Can you start off on my back and then work my calves? They'll be like, no, that's not what we're here for. Happy ending massage parlors. And he, he, he's very clear about this stuff. And he goes, one day I was getting, one day I was sitting there getting a happy ending massage. And he asked the woman, do you mind if I look at pictures on my phone? This it gets rough, guys. From here on out, you're like, Jason, it started off rough. It started off rough. He said he's having this done. He's having this happy ending massage. Done. He's getting masturbated, right? He's getting jacked off by this woman. I don't know why I'm using all these euphemisms. He asks, can I look at my phone while you do that? She doesn't care. Yeah, anything that'll get, get you off quicker and get you out of here. So he pulls up a photo of one of his daughters. Now, he kind of plays it off like maybe he didn't plan on doing that in the first place, but he's looking at a picture of one of his daughters in a thong bikini. And he said that it was hard for him to even last. Like as he's looking at this photo of his daughter, I'm already second guessing doing this. I'm already second guessing about releasing this. As he's looking at the photo of his daughter, he goes, it was so hard. I was so turned on. I couldn't even like last that long because of it. And then after he was done, the masseuse kind of looked over at his phone and saw the picture of this girl on his phone. And she said, very pretty. 
He's complimenting this random girl. And he responded, this is an actual quote from him, thanks, she's my youngest. And then the last quote of this post was, quote, the look on the masseuse's face when she realized what I said was priceless. I can't wait to try this again. I saw that post and I was like, oh my God, this guy's a monster. And I really kind of thought that would be the end. I really kind of hoped that would have been the end of it, right? But later on, I think I was planning on just mentioning that briefly about something. So I went back to this account and I saw that he had posted more. And I was like, okay, whatever I was whatever I was working on before, we got to follow the trail of this villain, right? This man who he says his daughter's 18, which doesn't make it right. It doesn't mean, oh, well, <laughs> she's over 18. You can totally have sex with your daughter. So it doesn't make it right. But I don't, I would, I don't think she's actually 18 years old. I mean, maybe, right? If that's his youngest and he has multiple daughters, then maybe he's in his 50s, right? 50s, 60s years old. I don't know. He legally knows that even, and morally, that even the Reddit incest confessions, I think, has a line, or at the very least, they rule. You know, you can't say anything. So let's go ahead a month in time. And he posted again in the same subreddit. He said that he's gone back to the massage parlor several more times. Whatever, right? The dude is getting happy endings. I, that's, that's not my beef with this guy, right? But then he says that he's starting to feel, quote, extremely tempted by his daughter. He says the weather's been hot recently, so she's been wearing less clothing around the house. That makes me mad, right? That's her house, too. She's feeling comfortable there. Her guard's down. She doesn't know her father wants to have sex with her. So she's walking around. She's like, oh, man, sure is hot. And she throws on a pair of boxer shorts and a tank top. It's because she doesn't think that there's anyone around who is going to judge her sexually. Her guard is completely down. And as she's wearing this casual clothing, see, this is where we get to this dangerous stuff. He's seeing it as, oh, maybe she's trying to turn me on. But he, he's his, see, his, his neurons are starting to get rewired. This is what when we talk about when we talk about when fetishes become obsessions. Your neurons start getting rewired. Your pleasure sensors change. He actually posted at one point on the incest subreddit, he posted one of them was, maybe I've read too many of these incest stories. Like, he, even he knows that this is changing the way he's looking at his own flesh and blood. He never once mentions this as a stepdaughter. Again, not like that would make a huge moral difference. But she's wearing clothes that are comfortable in the heat. Oh, man, she's tempting him, right? So he has been going to these happy ending parlors. That's doing pretty good for him, I guess. I mean, he keeps going back. Five stars on Yelp. His daughter is tempting him at home, but he, he knows that he can't do anything. Now, according to him, this was all an accident. According to him, he accidentally hired a prostitute who looks like his daughter. On accident, right? Didn't mean it at all. He was going to the escort website and he closed his eyes and he scrolled his mouse and goes, you. He puts this, he says this in this post, quote, she definitely looked different. She definitely looked different. But when he had a but to that, she definitely looked different. 
but her eyes, nose, and hair were uncanny. And from the back, I couldn't even tell the difference. Unquote. Then he says, just so just so all of the other perverts on the board know what his intentions are, he says, quote, I wasn't planning on asking her to pretend to be my daughter. But, and then he goes on to tell this story, he said, she asked, the escort asked what fetishes I have. I believe they're meeting up at a hotel room at this point, or maybe her place, but I think it was a neutral location. She goes, do you have any fetishes? And he said, well, since you asked, I want to have sex with my daughter. According to him, he accidentally chose an escort that looked like his daughter, and he didn't want to, he didn't come in with that intention. She asked, so I told her. He's with her. He doesn't want to do anything with his daughter until she brought it up. It said, what fetishes do you have? He goes, well, I've always wanted to have sex with my daughter. And then, <laughs> that's, that's a bomb to drop in any conversation, right? She said, well, why don't you call me by your daughter's name? And, and they keep this thing going. He's now having sex with this escort and calling her his daughter's name. And the escort looks like the daughter. You're like, Jason, you don't have to review it. Please just continue. Just continue. And he has this thing where he keeps putting it on the other. It's not my fault. My daughter's tempting me. I didn't want to do this with the escort. But she brought up the fetish thing. Da, 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 da. And this is when he says, quote, am I taking this too far? Like at this point, he realizes that maybe it, the fantasy is going a little too much. Am I taking this too far? The escort, though, <laughs> before he's able to rationally think about that, the escort said, hey, next time, because obviously now you got a hook in this guy, right? Next time, why don't you bring some of her clothes? Why don't you bring some of her clothes? And he ends this post by thinking, oh, yeah, I could grab one of her bikinis, her cheerleading uniform, maybe her underwear. He's excited about this thought. About what he again, he didn't think about this. She brought it up. He didn't think about this. And he's already thinking about this cheerleading uniform. So he's done this now. He's had sex with this prostitute and pretended it was his daughter. And then he thinks, Am I taking this too far? And he ends the post again by re asking that question quote, Is this taking it too far though? Part of it feels like it's good. Because it's helping me resist my temptations. That's a, uh, that, that is used a lot in sex criminals, right? They go, well, I'll watch this really, really graphic pornography because it won't make me want to go out and do that. But that's never that. We, we've never seen that through line, right? Playing violent video games doesn't make you more violent. We know that that exists. Watching violent movies doesn't make you more violent. We know that exists. But watching depraved pornography that feeds into your fetish... There's a reason why pedophiles get caught with large amounts of child porn. There's a reason why people who commit necrophilia get caught with necrophilia porn. We see that through line all the time. Quote, is this taking it too far, though? Part of it feels like it's good because it's helping me resist my temptations. But I know that it's only making my lust for my daughter stronger. I don't think I've given you a time scale. This is taking place this year. This next post was posted on May 27th, 2022. So really, really recent stuff. There's still a chance 
to stop this. I don't know why. I don't know why I think Sherlock Holmes is listening to the podcast. He's like, indubitably, let me figure out who this guy is. May 27th, 2022, he goes to see this prostitute again. And this time, remember, he had all those choices. He had all those choices. Cheerleader uniform, bikini, underwear. What he brings is actually now the reason why I thought she was younger. Now I remember, I can't, I didn't, wasn't originally thinking that sicko. <laughs> I was thinking that sicko. This was the clue that I go, oh, she's not 18. What he brought was his daughter's prom dress. So again, it's an icon of high school, right? Cheerleading uniform, icon of high school, but also icon of college. You're not going to proms in college unless you're a dude and you're going to some senior girl's prom. He brings the prom dress, an icon of not only high school life, but high school, like the ending of being a girl and becoming a woman is the prom dress. Cheerleading uniforms, they have them all the time. There's something about a prom dress. It actually seems really, are <laughs> those things like totally fluffy and stuff? That doesn't seem like the best you bring that to the escort, and she's like, uh, okay, it's going to take me two hours to get in and out of this thing. He brings the daughter's prom dress, and it was the hottest sex he'd ever had in his life. Having sex with this escort in his daughter's prom dress was the best sex ever. Oh, and I should add, he said it felt so real. Right, he's still completely fantasy. It wasn't just because he's like, oh, I love this prom dress. Satin on silk? This is beautiful. It's because he was still imagining his daughter. So then a little bit of time passes, and he has two weeks of the house to himself. The rest of the family is gone. And he has some money set aside. He has some money that I don't know if he's necessary. Again, he doesn't give us a lot of details. Was he saving up for this event, or did he just happen to have a lot of money set aside? He decides, with the family gone from the house, <laughs> you guys are like, it's been a wild ride so far, right? With his family gone from his house, he decides to hire the escort for three days to live with him in the house and pretend to be his daughter. So for three days, that would be a couple thousand dollars, right? I don't know. A lot. For three days. <laughs> Jason, really? You get fixated over the weirdest details. You're like, oh, you're like having my little calculator I'd have on that little accounting visor from those old 1940 movies. I'm like, wowee, that sure is a lot of money. You're like, dude, he's paying an escort that looks like his daughter in his house. And they would do it in her bed. So he's hired this woman. She only wore his daughter's clothing. She called him dad the whole time. Dad, daddy, they're walking around. And he, he says this, he goes, quote, by day three, by day three, I almost forgot that she wasn't really my daughter. It was amazing. She would be wearing cute outfits of my daughter's and I was finally able to live out my fantasy of ripping every one of those outfits off of her. Which I'm assuming she, the doctor's going to come home and go, what happened to all of my clothes? Why have they been shredded to pieces? He apparently he turns into a werewolf. 
And then he adds the, this quote, uh, my favorite place to have sex was, of course, my daughter's room to really like make sure that you know how sick he is. And then, um, so you're like, Jason, listen, man, people have fetishes. He's not actually need <laughs> to look at the photo of his daughter. They have any parlor. You forgot that part, huh? Okay. Okay. So, but he's not doing anything to it, right? It's the, he's having this fantasy and he's not engaging in the reality. I mean, again, ignoring the first part of the story where he's looking at the photograph, ignoring the story of where when the daughter's walking around just being herself, being comfortable at home, and the dad's like, she's tempting me. This is, this is really like, I can't think of another way to end this. The doomsday clock is ticking. We've, we're to this point. We're to the zenith of this man's sickness. He has this escort over for three days. They're having sex in her bed, wearing her clothes. This is where you're just like done, right? You're done. Quote, One of the hottest experiences was looking through old photo books of her and talk about how much she's grown as she lightly teased my cock. So whatever debates we had about how old she is now, now he's referencing younger photos of her and sexualizing her at a younger age. Whether she's 18 or 15, it is irrelevant at this point because now he's looking at young photos of her while he's with a prostitute. It's kind of mind-blowing if you think about it. While he's with a prostitute dressed as his daughter looking at childhood photos and talking about how much she's grown. This is vomit-inducing stuff. This is so rough. And the reason why I think it's rough is because this isn't a true crime story where we have this guy locked up in jail or he's on the run and there's been this trial and there's all this stuff or whatever. This is happening now. That was posted on May 27th, 2022. I just checked his posting history. Before I started recording this episode, there is no additional parts to this saga. He's just posting on gross subreddits being like, yeah, give it to her baby. Yeah, that's so hot. I wish I could do that. That's what all of his other posts are. We don't have any addition to this story. Did he make a move? Is he still planning on it? Is he still seeing this escort? Have things escalated so much he doesn't even feel comfortable talking about it? A subreddit full of incest lovers. But this is a true crime story. We covered a story like this before, right? A true crime story, but we have not seen technically the crime happen yet. We have unsolved true crimes. Those are usually disturbing, right? There's a serial killer on the loose who's never been caught. Then we have solved true crime where the person's currently in trial or the person is already in prison or the suspect is dead or whatever. This is a true crime story in the making, This guy's a villain. And he's going to cross the line. This guy, at the very, very least, will cease having a healthy relationship with his daughter. At the very least, right? He will see her as a sex object. He may not have seen her as a sex object all of her life, but he definitely sees her as a sex object now. And every time she makes a funny joke or every time she leans her head up against him as they're sitting on the couch or every time she giggles at one of his stupid puns, he's going to read into it. 
the same way that a guy does when he's talking to a cute girl at a coffee shop. She gives him that bright smile and you go, oh, I wonder if she's into me. But the difference is it's not my daughter at the coffee shop. I have no power over her. I'm not in charge of paying for her college. I'm not in charge of any sort of emotional support. I'm not in charge of any part of her life. And if I was, if I was the boss, that'd be sexual harassment, right? If I'm doing things untoward, is that a thing? They're doing things I shouldn't do to my employees. At the very least, he's going to have an unhealthy relationship with his daughter. That's the very, very least. And you got, I don't really have to say what the, the worst thing to happen is, right? Like in his mind, I'm going to, I'm going to, but in his mind, if he successfully seduces his daughter, they'll have this super hot, God, we don't even want to go into it. I'm not saying it's hot. I'm saying for him, right? They're going to, they're going to make whoopee and it'll be this lust filled journey. All of his fantasies will come true. We know that's not how this stuff works out, right? It would completely devastate the family. You're just shredded in half. But, you know, he's the hero of his own story, and he's rewired his brain to think that this type of stuff is normal. Even though in almost every human civilization, it's not, I mean, unless it's a survival situation, it's not. So, he, 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 it's, he's just looking at the world through a porn-sick point of view, and he's on this subreddit, again, that's why I hate Reddit, because these people can congregate and cheer each other on. And the posts that they leave stay there pretty much forever. And the mods very rarely delete stuff and the people don't delete their accounts. They're proud of this stuff. So best case scenario, he just has a completely unhealthy relationship with his daughter from here on out. And even when he's 80 years old in the rest home and she comes in and brings in the grandkids to visit him, he's still going to have these weird messed up things floating around in his head. At the worst, he's going to try something. He's going to make a move. He's going to misread the room. And then the whole fallout from that, right? A true crime story when technically the crime hasn't happened yet. I mean, technically going to escorts and going, again, happy animals. Those are all crimes. People get arrested for those all the time. But you know what I mean? Like the thrust of the crime, the narrative here hasn't happened yet. So we don't know how it ends. Or if it will ever end. Again, will will this be something that just carries on through the decades? He becomes insanely jealous of her husband or any boyfriend she brings home. Like this, We've seen this stuff happen in true crime stories, right? We can trace these things back. And this is how they start. A man becoming obsessed with his own daughter. Obsessed with having a sexual relationship. Not very loving, right? Again, not that it would matter. But again, he's viewing his daughter as a solely a sexual object absolutely terrifying again this is we want to think this is an aberration and i do think for the most part it is an aberration but there's a lot of aberrations out there and this guy is just going to keep on having these fantasies he's not going to stop he's going to keep fueling it from reading more of these forum posts and from watching incest pornography and just building this up in his system until he either completely abandons the whole thing before. I mean, he's gone pretty deep at this point, right? He hasn't crossed that line, but paying a hooker to come to your house for three days 
dress up as your daughter and have sex in her bed. I mean, that's a, you're, 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 I won't say you're past the point of no return, but you're getting there. You're getting there. Your foot's on that white line. You're, you're coming close to stepping over. It's just, it's creepy. It's creepy because we don't know how the story ends yet. This story's going on right now. We don't know if it's going to have, <laughs> for no pun intended, a happy ending. Or if it's going to be an absolutely tragic ending. We don't know. We just can sit and watch. Not even watch. Wait for the next post to come out. <laughs> don't subscribe to this guy. Don't be like, all right, I'm bored. I wonder what's going on with this dude's sicko's life. But again, like a true crime in the making. Will he make the ultimately disgusting decision? Will he back off and realize that this was wrong? Will he try to thread the needle and say, I love the fantasy, but I don't want to actually have the reality because I know how devastating that will be? Or does he jump 10 toes into it and make a move on his daughter? Only time will tell. But that doomsday clock is ticking. DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is going to be your email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash DeadRabbitRadio. TikTok is at DeadRabbitRadio. DeadRabbitRadio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day, but I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great one, guys. <laughs>